Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Pidge Greenot. Pidgeot? What? Pidge Greenot? AKA, That's a mess. AKA Tanner Greenring. <laughs> I, hey, hey, this is a creative space. The three of us are creative people. I invite you to take a look at the champions list of available Pokemon and make a better Tanner Greenring pun out of it. AKA Tanner Greenring. I'm joined as always by my co-host. Fiile Plume. <laughs> Vile Plume. Oh, wretched. AKA Joshua Fielstead. And back. We couldn't go without him this season. No. Back for, I guess this is sort of your your time slot. Well, you didn't grace us last season, though. Because I didn't fucking play the game, because I've been... <laughs> I, I've been so bad, um, but uh, also, yeah, maybe I don't. Ha- I don't have to do this time slot. I can do any time slot. I, I have settled into. I don't know. It. It feels good. Sure, yeah, I like it. I like hearing about the journeys of your guys mm. through all these games. Bah. Did you finish that introduction, Tanner? No, I was about to introduce him. Now it's Rapid Dave. Rapid. Oh, I like that. That's great. That's good. That's easy. AKA David Sims. Welcome back. Welcome back for um, not really chasing any waterfalls because there aren't really any to chase. Is there any post game in this game? It's weak. I guess we should just sort of like start by coming clean. I'll admit now that we're starting about 30 minutes late because um, the credits are rolling on the game for me right now. Yeah. Uh, and that's on me. It's poor time management. Not my fault. I mean, totally my fault, not anyone else's at the table's fault. Takes a big man to admit it. David, you you haven't finished the game. No, no, I have not. <laughs> it's fine. It's a game for babies. Yeah. And you've played it a thousand times. And yet, neither of you has completed the post game. Well, that's what I want to talk about. But yeah, no, I, you guys were <laughs> like, do you guys, you know, David, it's been too long. Do you want to come on? And I love to come on this show, obviously, and I love this show. Yeah. And I felt guilty that I did not even finish... Sun and Moon, your last game. Oh, my God. Not worth finishing, I think. I think you guys were kind of right. You're kind of hating it, too. Well, Sun and Moon, yeah, pass. But Ultra, with the Team Rainbow Rocket, that post-game slaps. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that post-game was good. But the game overall was was one of the weaker ones. I think I like it more than most. And also, you know what? I'm also kind of sick of my DS. So I was like, okay, well, they're moving to the Switch. Yeah. I played Let's Go, you know, Pikachu slash Eevee before. I remember that being cute. I'll catch up. To be fair, didn't even remind you that we wanted you to come on for the this episode until like maybe Thursday last week. <laughs> but that's, you know, whatever. I should still be on top of these things. I listened you to you graciously came on though anyway. We thank you for that. I was also just kind of like, it's Pokemon Red and Blue. I played this, I, you know, I'll catch up quickly. And this game is just kind of uh, glacial. And surprisingly hard, but maybe it's also just not meant to be played in one week, which is sort of what I was trying to do. Right. And you did not do EXP lock, I presume. At no, least. Jesus. No, I don't I don't know what that is. I, I've been listening oh. to this every week. <laughs> I listen to you talk about it. Let it wash over. I you. sort of, you know, get the general idea. It's a codification of the themes of our podcast it, via Nuzlocke. Does it need a fair amount of work? Sure. But we tried it. We should get credit for that. Did we make mistakes? No. Remember, <laughs> sure. remember what we said early on? Remember what one of the like subcontracts of this Nuzlocke no, was? I, no. You keep referring to old episodes as though I remember anything after I say it. We don't waver from anything we've said. It's set in stone. Well, aside from- Find a way around it if it's a Changing problem. rules because we made mistakes, for example, the repeat I think we said thing. we're allowed to do that too. We're absolutists, but also on our living, breathing documents. I just pasted EXP lock into Microsoft Word to just count. It's 1,400 words. It's a lot of words. The rules themselves, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. No, they get pretty complex, too. You really got to keep your head on. on yeah, a... I think we're probably going to have to slim that down. <laughs> Josh and I think I think uh, at some point about halfway through the season realized we'd forgotten a number of the rules and forgotten a number of the Pokemon we allowed ourselves and had to go back and like recoup yeah i for one you know i sympathize you guys are trying to come up with you know new rules it's fun it's an interesting challenge not trying have accomplished have successfully accomplished have accomplished of course right but i do think that was the thing i couldn't wrap my brain around entirely was that like to make a very long list of like the pokemon i want 
and then to sort of like cross match it right with like the game I'm about to play. Yeah, it just I it's just, I guess it's just not how I play Pokemon generally where i'm kind of just like i'll take what the game throws at me right like you know whoever i run into oh that's yeah. interesting like maybe someone will be intrigued and then i'll they'll knock someone out of the party and that's how we'll do it and uh yeah and i drew i'm ds so in your insane matchup mayhem it's psychic and ground wow that's fun i guess psychic and ground is pretty good which seems fun you can have fun with that but the first you know, three gyms, you're not, I mean, there's not a lot of psychic and ground Pokemon. There's a couple. Oh, no. Yeah. Sometimes it really punishes you. Right. And that's just part of the charm, I think, you know? Right. It's like one of those, like, Scandinavian board games that's just, like, too difficult to play. But, like, Scandinavian. I don't know, people like it anyway. You mean German or European in general? What do you mean Scandinavian? What are you saying about my people's games? What game? Nothing. All right. I'm thinking of a game called Morkborg, but it's not worth getting into, and I don't want people who love Morkborg coming after me. At Green Ring on Twitter. <laughs> not at EXP SharePot. What the hell is Morkborg? I'm looking it up. I don't even know what you just said. I'll say this, David. Yeah. That was not a way I played Pokemon either until I started playing Pokemon for this podcast. Right. And now it's a way I play a Pokemon every season. And I got to say, right. it's made Pokemon an entirely different experience for me. Like having to track which Pokemon I can catch and where and when I can deploy them in the game. Right. But it is a lot to manage. There's a lot of spreadsheets involved sometimes. Right. Well, I think if I was not trying to run through the game fairly quickly, I might appreciate the challenge. I have done more simple Nuzlocks for your podcast. Yeah. And appreciated that they make me think about the game differently, you know? Yeah. David, tell us about your guy. I am playing Let's Go Pikachu. Good choice. Classic. You heard of it? I have. Yep. Well, yeah, because like I when this game came out and they were like, you can do an Eevee. I'm like, oh, that's cute. And they're like, but the Eevee can't evolve. And I was like, literally, what is the point then? What? Why yeah, would you do that? Fuck that. What is the argument for it? At least Pikachu is its own type. Like, at least it's electric. Pikachu is a great Pokemon. I'm going to say this. I don't think it's going to be very popular with either of you. But I think it's a status symbol. I think having Pikachu is corny, and I think having Eevee is cool. Uh, okay. How about that? Why is Says the cool, guy though? who didn't even run a fucking Evolution so on his team and let's He's go like the, Eevee. the face of the brand. It's like, I don't know, it's like wearing like a, it's like saying Mickey Mouse is your favorite like Disney character. Well, Pikachu is not my favorite Pokemon. I mean, that would be no, but, basic. But Pikachu is like a, a souped up <laughs> Pikachu that they give you in this game is like a pretty good speedy electric pokemon it's fine yeah they want you to use these things i'm looking at this fucking yeah. eevee like this eevee can learn what bite cool yeah what double Take edge down is its best move or something <laughs> yeah, like, what the yeah. hell is this fuck that i'm not gonna defend the eevee. the eevee's been in the box since day one like it's not something that i use on my team um it's not even something i have access well, i don't to. think you have a leg to stand but on. i think coming down to like if you're gonna say like you know, which one you're playing, you which one you want your little icon to be on uh, Nintendo Online. I think Eevee over Pikachu any day. Hmm. No, Pikachu's good. Okay. I mean, this game is Pokemon Yellow, which I have owned and have played many yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always was fine with Pikachu. I let Pikachu be on my team. You know, I didn't want to be a jerk. Yeah. It sits on my shoulder. To reveal the scheme that I alluded to. A while ago with the repeat roots thing with that extra Pikachu. My intention was, I think, in Saffron City, you can trade a Kanto Raichu for an Alolan one. And I was thinking about replacing the Pikachu with an Alolan Raichu. But then we realized that that rule was totally flawed. And then I decided to be, um, you know, a, a, probably a gentleman is probably what I would call it. Sure. And I just boxed, yeah. boxed it instead of doing that. And then I just decided to keep the Pikachu instead of boxing it and it ended up being great you're original yeah it's this has been my original the whole time yeah because i would have run an alolan raichu again otherwise yeah that's chill well more power to you i mean pikachu is also just like great in the elite four as well right much more useful right right pikachu is just a generally helpful offensive pokemon so i kept yeah. pikachu i named myself Gringus, like I always do. Of course. And I started blasting through the game as quickly as I possibly could, but trying to 
raised Pokemon that I just usually would ignore. I think I was just sort of oh, like, that's good. needs to be something exciting about this game. Yeah. So my team is sort of odd. It's not, neither good nor bad. And what I found is this game is kind of hard. Or maybe it's not hard, but I think I realized why I found it hard. And let me say something and see if you guys agree. Lay it on me, string bean. The catch mechanic thing is so annoying yeah and laborious that i think i was avoiding it too much and then i just wasn't leveling at the rate i should be because the catching is fairly crucial to your leveling the catching is awful i mean the grinding in these games is already brutal and the grinding where you have to do the stupid pokemon go mechanic and they're hopping around and you only get a bunch of free Pokeballs, basically, and then you're always out of Ultra Balls is so right. annoying. I avoided it. I could have had much higher levels, but I, I also just avoided it. I mean, aside from, like, the level check cap, but it's, I hated it. Right. I hated that mechanic. I like the idea of you can see the Pokemon in the wild grass. You can avoid them at you as you want. Totally. Yeah, I do like that. Makes caves a lot easier. Right, it makes caves easier. It sort of makes the game maybe too easy in a way, but like it does kind of cut down on the annoying encounters. But then I'm just like bobbing and weaving, being like, I don't want to touch another fucking radicate, you know. And then I'm just real. I'm getting to like the saffron gym, and they're like, "Do you have a level 45 Pokemon?" And I'm like, "Level 45? What are you crazy? Like I don't have a level 45 Pokemon." And like. I'm realizing like, oh, the game thinks I'm like bad and stupid. Like the game is like, oh, buddy, you're not going to beat Sabrina (laughs) with these losers, you know? And uh, again, I think I was kind of rushing it a little bit. But who isn't? Like everyone who's who's arrived at this game has played through the Kanto region surely many times by now, you know? And they've done, they've done, it looks it looks lovely. Like I, it does I, I have lovely. no problem with the visuals, really. Yeah, it looks great. But they haven't really done anything to the story or the people you talk to, so except pare it down. And so, yeah, it's kind of boring. You're kind of like, oh. Yeah, the only things they really did were like dumb it down, other than like the coach it's trainers. It's made for kids. It's made for little kids, right? Yeah. Do you yeah. think it's also made to invite people who came in through Go? Because like oh, yeah, that, of course. In that and, catch and that. mechanic, right, right. yeah, the Go Park. They definitely were trying to capture the, all the generation of people who started playing Pokemon because of Go. I mean, like marketing strategically, it's smart. When I want to sit down and play Pokemon for my podcast, I want to sit at my couch and put it on my TV and play with my Game Boy Pro controller, like I do every game on my Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And the game just doesn't let me do it. It says if you want to do that, you have to take the controllers out of the Switch, and it's a nightmare. Or you have to get the little ball <laughs> right. controller, which I did, which is much worse. Right. Oh, yeah. And you, you did you stick with that? You stuck with that the whole yeah, game? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrible? Yeah, I think I'm going to have like a carpal tunnel syndrome. Yeah, it's unusable. The stick that confirms everything is the stick that moves you around the screen and menus. So it's just, it doesn't work. The tech's not there yet. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't do it. And I wouldn't. Yeah, I also thought about using that thing. So you have to play in handheld mode. If you don't want to do throwing, you have to play in handheld mode. I played handheld the entire time. Me too. But it's still just like not fun. And then it's it's doubles down on how bad it is by then rewarding you with these candies that you can use to like completely like super cyan warrior or whatever. Cyan? Your Pokemon. Cyan. Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan. Like the company that makes mist. Those candies suck because if I want to beef up my Pokemon, I have to press A one million times. Yeah, of course. To, to yeah. get the speed up, get the speed up, get which I did, but like it's like again, this is the least interesting part of this game. Why is it so totally. important? You know? Yeah. I think the candy thing is flawed. Uh it, it it again like makes it too easy to like buff Pokemon however you want. I think I, I didn't do it that much either because I hated the grinding both literally in the overworld and then also um grinding up the Pokemon is also very upsetting. Well, uh, no one says there anyone is getting ground up, right? You're you guys are that's your head cannon. I don't know what Oak's doing with them, but I presume feel like we read that surely heard that somewhere. I'm not sure we would invent that. Uh, Oak <laughs> has he uses them in his exquisite like spice cabinet. He's opening up like, you know, this like uh the menu-esque restaurant with right. Pokemon flavors. It's like that big tank in Snowpiercer. 
Like he just shoves yeah. Pokemon in and they come out as like little black jelly cubes. Yeah, exactly. That's candies. Right. That's canon, I think. We heard that. Read that somewhere. What are some of the highlights of, of Gringus's journey through most of the game? So highlights. You made it to gym seven. I beat just so the book catchers know. Yeah, that fucker. Blaine. What's his name? Blaine. Blaine. Yeah. So what are the highlights of my game? I mean Were there any? You've played through Kanto. Countless times. I have. I mean, Maybe they've all just become a sea of memories for you. Well, it's a little bit of that because there is no new story to Let's Go Pikachu, apart from there's a Pikachu who you creepily looks at you every time he like assassinates another Pokemon. Do you guys like that, that he does that? Oh, I guess you guys didn't really use Pikachu. No, I mean, I did. No, I but mean, the I, other Pokemon do it too. Mew really? will look only, back. Only Pikachu does it with me. My Arcanine would do It's like the thing where they get a critical hit and then they like, oh, because they wanted your approval. I don't care. Pikachu does it so slowly and it has just kind of a weird vibe. Yeah, I agree. So, right, I sort of grew to hate my Pikachu. That's too strong. <laughs> I know. He's all right. So. I had the Pikachu, and then I got a Cubone fairly early, which is a Pokemon I have never really messed around with before. Oh, yeah. And do you know why I've never really messed around Not with good. it? Not good. Not good. Pretty bad Pokemon. What's its type? Something ground. weird? Straight ground. Oh, Tanner. Oh, it's just ground. That's what's weird. It's just ground. To follow up on your earlier challenge, Tanner, how about Tanawak? The rival has a Marowak. That could have been your nickname. Tanawak. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Sure, but we'll get to it. But I really like the Pidgeot too, though. Yeah. I wanted to sort of like, you know, tie myself to the, like the Pidgeot brand. Fine. I know it's a little clumsy, but. Okay. You know, I get it. Doing my best. Yeah, Cubone, I've always been intrigued by and Marowak, but I think beyond Alolan, it just doesn't really work. I thought about figuring out Alolan Marowak, but no, I wrote, raised a regular Marowak and. I was really hopeful that would be interesting, but ground types are pretty vulnerable in these games. Yeah. Like, because they're not in in this first game. Uh, they are fairly Did it helpful. suffer from the like Doug Trio problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're fairly. Well, there's soft. so many water types comparatively that like right. there's just death around every corner, and I think grass too. Ton of water of and grass, and you know he's fairly useful against the Team Rocket types because. You know, he's good against poison. So he was fine. But like, I was sort of hoping to fall in love because, like, those are, you know, there's original 150. I know him pretty well, right? You know, as do you yeah, guys. Of course. So I was really hoping, and I've really run a lot of them. So I was hoping to find some new boys. Like, I, at this point, I couldn't even run like an electrode because I've done that. You know what I mean? Like, I've already scraped right. fairly deep in the, in the barrel. <laughs> Yeah, but it just meant yeah. that like, oh, I caught like a Spiro. I was like, now nah, I've done that. I caught like the the Nidorens. No, I don't know. No, no, uh, Clefairy, Vulpix, uh, you know, Diglett. I'm not doing it. I'm gonna do something new. I should have done Venomoth. Yeah, that's kind of cool. You guys kind of talk up Venomoth sometimes. Right? Yeah, Venomoth would have been fun. I really, I've had fun with Venomoth in this. I gen. think they're also very fragile, though, aren't they? Yeah. Because they yeah, they're fucking moths. But he's not doing EXP lock, so it doesn't even matter as much. It doesn't matter as much, because that's crazy, EXP lock. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do a Starmie. Not that I haven't done Starmie a million times before, because I wanted to move faster. Yeah. And I heard your guest explain that if you ride on the back of a Starmie, they spin around quickly, and you're plodding along in this fucking game. You can't run. Yeah. I know you guys have complained oh, about it. Oh, yeah, there's it. no running. It's a nightmare. No running, no biking. And it's like so offensive. You can run us through your mountable Pokemon if you want. Yeah, most mountable Pokemon. And I know you're a couple episodes behind, but we um we did do our hashtag mountable Pokemon last week. People love it. I did eventually mount uh, my Charizard. Uh, and <laughs> oh, that's wow. part. I, <laughs> yeah, I partly that's the move. Partly ran a Charizard to do this, but yes, you fly around on its back. It's pretty. It is that is pretty cool. Especially the idea of you just sort of like terrassing through fucking Vermilion City on the back of a fire-breathing dragon. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of people saying that Charizard is very mountable yeah. in, the, in our replies. So, Who else is good to mount? Tell me. Arcanine. Uh, Rapidash. Makes sense. Horse. That's a horse. Horse-shaped Pokemon. Just lines up nicely. What about like Lapras? Like what if I... Lapras only replaces the surfboard. Yeah, you Which can't is cool. flop around on Lapras on the land. What about like Aerodactyl? Aerodactyl is like Charizard. Yeah, that'd be cool. I did it. Aerodactyl's fun. 
I miss riding around on my Aerodactyl. Yeah, so I'm just playing the game and like getting annoyed about catching. Yeah. Plotting through that sort of, you know, fatty. Mi- I love Pokemon Red and Blue, to be clear, but you know, that that kind of fatty middle chunk of the game where you're stuck in the middle of the island. Yeah, exactly. And two team rockets in a row, you know, like the fucking headquarters and then the Silphco, and it's a lot of, you know, battling grunts and you know you're kind of just sort of like trying to get somewhere interesting because and this is you know they thought about all this stuff and fixed it in later games you kind of get bottlenecked into a fairly boring bunch of pokemon to try and catch like you know there's not that much going on in the middle of the game and i started to get really annoyed yeah you're not even in that many routes no yeah exactly because of the snorlaxes and all that yeah these are all things that they streamlined. And again, I love red and blue. It's a perfect, wonderful thing. But going back to it with the same basic geography, you know, is frustrating a little bit. Right? Yeah. yeah. I assume yeah, that and I, I hope that if they ever touch red and blue, yellow again, or it would be really sick if they did this with gold, silver, crystal. But like they need to give it the Gen 8, 9 treatment where it's like fully open world and fill in all these gaps Right. And add new little villages and towns and shit. That would that be incredible. That would be good. That's that the only way good. they should ever touch them again. Yeah. Yes. That would add, that if they could truly well, number one solve whatever problems Scarlet seemed to have. Scarlet and Violet, yeah. is that what they're called? <laughs> well, maybe don't pump out a new game every year. How about that? That right. would maybe be nice. Maybe pump I think the we brakes a little bit, that. but yeah. And give us a true fully realized open world game maybe for the next console, right? You know, for whatever. Yeah, well, have you played switch. Arceus? No, I haven't fucking played I hear Arceus. That's the promise of Arceus. But like, I thought everyone disliked Arceus. This is the Golden Plains. Wh- what? Wait, I thought they liked it. Did they like that one? Where Which are you one? getting your intel? We're only talking to Pokemon dorks. Everyone's always complaining about these new games. Like, I feel like I see more bitching than delight about Sword Shield, Arceus, and Scarlet Violet. Now, I played Sword Shield and had a good time with it. And I'm excited yeah. to play it again. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have not played the other two. Have honestly just kind of been like, you know what? I'll play that when the experience share boys get to it. <laughs> Same. Yeah. We've now played ahead of you a little bit. Yeah, I know. Because now we've defeated Blaine. We've gone and taken on um, um, our friend. Giovanni. Giovanni. And now we're here at Victory Road. Yeah. And they sure enough, they were like, you know what's the most inconvenient and like sort of annoying thing about this final stretch of the game is crawling up Victory Road right. with nothing to interact with except NPCs who stop you at checkpoints to do nothing but slow you down. They decided that was worth keeping intact. Oh, you mean the approvals to get into Victory Road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There is one catchable route here, but I don't know, Joshua. You promised me there would be polyrats or polywags here, and there weren't. There were polywags. <laughs> I saw polywags okay. out in the waters on Route 23 and that little area uh, with all of the uh, the bureaucrats who make sure that you're able to get into Victory Road. So I can't believe you didn't catch one. I would have loved it because my team is a fucking mess. My team is a mess this week. I lost one crucial soldier in the fight against... Well, let's talk about it. Victory Road. Here we are. Yeah. We've gone through the grueling checkpoints and we've arrived at Victory Road. Everyone here knows what Victory Road is. You've been through it a million times, but there is something I should say about something that happened to me right through the gates of Victory Road. Oh, wow. What happened to you? And it was really tough, Joshua. And I told you this in a text message that it upset me so much that I had to set down my switch and I had to go for a walk. Wow. Because... I walked through the front door of the cave part of Victory Road, mm-hmm. and Black Belt Daisuke came out. He was like, I challenge you, whatever. Yeah. Kangaskan was in the front because she's great. She knows toxic. I can like drop a toxic on somebody and just get them like sort of eating away at the health early on. And Hitman Lee came out and did a high jump kick and killed Kangaskhan in one hit. Oh my god. It's a good move. So sorry. A Kangaskhan that I think was like, I don't know, probably like five or six levels above the, the Hitmonlee too. Wow. I also like that in the uh, the notes you wrote Hitmonless. <laughs> I, That's how I feel about it. It was a Freudian slip. I wish I wish he would Hitmonless. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Miles Salt is still in my box. Um, I have to trade it away still. Maybe I can maybe I can do it live on the air um, in a in a in a little bit as sort of a way to honor it, like when um, they burned Qui Gon Jinn on the pyre. The same, yeah. Yes, right. And then the rest of Victory Road was obviously the same as always. I just um, was down a Pokemon that I loved, and I um, had prepared a song. Have you? And I guess I started to write a song about Kangaskhan set to All For Ones, I Swear. Mouth salt by Hitmonlee's kicked up in the sky. Kangaskhan didn't think that you'd ever die. I see he's using fighting types, but I don't pay it half a mind. You know, matchup mayhem's my art. Cause she stood beside me through the routes. So many rules we had to flout And though you joined my team The bug catchers didn't like it My old soul By him on these kicks up in the sky It's mayhem Kangaskhan didn't think that you'd ever die it's mayhem my game's getting worse i'm falling apart i'm sorry i never remember touch arts can go scan We gave them everything we had Victory Road just broke so bad I'll have to send you to your boat And when there's Buffy's on your team it offers a little variety But now my team is a mess No chemistry at all My old soul By him on Lee's kicks up in the sky It's mayhem Kangaskhan didn't think that you'd ever die It's mayhem My game's getting worse I'm falling apart I'm sorry I never remember Touch arts can go By him on these kicks up in the skies It's mayhem Kangaskhan Didn't think that you'd ever die It's mayhem My game's getting worse I'm falling apart I'm sorry I never remember time charts Kangaskhan Kangaskhan It was so beautiful. Oh my god. Thank you. I'm teared up. Teared up. Thank you very much. Joshua, how was your victory road? 
Well, um, surely not as bad as mine. I lost my beloved Kangaskhan. Well, uh, my Barfy. By the way, I had to replace it immediately. Oh, right, because that was your Barfy. Can't be without. So I didn't even have time to grieve. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. What happened to you on Victory Road? Well, um, I suffered some loss. Oh, boy. Sizz on Victory Road. And in fact, mine was also basically as soon as Caprica 6 stepped foot in there. There was a coach trainer, Alamana, who has a ditto that's level 49. Ditto. Wow. If you're, if you're telling me that you've lost someone <laughs> to a ditto. Let me talk to you about this ditto, because obviously I'm coming in here and assuming this ditto is a joke. Ditto is always a joke. Yeah. I had Aerodactyl up front, who's level 50, and the ditto's level 49. And first of all, Aerodactyl is one of the fastest Pokemon in the entire game, and I in the series, and I think that continues to this day. So I'm assuming, like, Aerodactyl, whatever, I'll do a couple of rock slides. I get one. I should get one in before it can even transform. Somehow this ditto goes first and it transforms into Aerodactyl. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, Rock Slide super effective. Yeah. It survives and then it used Rock Slide on my Aerodactyl and then took me down to like, you know, 50% or whatever. But then I'm like, okay, well, like, I'm going to go first at this point. Sorry, can I ask a quick question about ditto that maybe you know the answer to? Do the stats copy over too? No. Like, are you matched speed stats? I think it's always just ditto stats, which is why it's like not great. Okay. Oh, you know what? Transform does copy the stats of the Mon it's turning into. I had no idea my whole life. So that explains part of the problem here. Okay. It went first, but then on the next round, it went second. So then I assume, okay, great. I'm going to be faster, so I'll get the final rock slide, and then it will die. But then it went first again on the next round, and it got the rock slide in first, and it killed my Aerodactyl. Okay, wow. So I thought this was like a super jacked ditto, but I guess it must be if their stats are the same and they have the same speed stat that it just kind of alternates who goes first. And that Aerodactyl was your Barfy? Yeah. So you've replaced it? Yeah, I replaced it. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure you weren't trying to break the rules like you did last week. Well, this is where I then have Gloom come in at the time because that's my Barf. Oh, great. So you've already got another Barfy waiting in the wings like me too. So we're all set. Um... Or, or, uh, what did I? See, this is why your game is so confusing. Yeah, I just realized I made another mistake. Which is my Barfy, I can't even remember. Because Vileplume is my sweetie, so this is wrong. I don't even have a Barfy, so I guess I'm canceled. Wow, you're canceled. That's why, see, I suspected Joshua. Uh, This is a huge mistake. Welcome to Rules Court, everyone. Oh, God. Sometimes it just falls on you like that big bubble in Stephen King's uh, bubble book. I got confused. Rules Court, David, welcome. Yeah. Uh, we're dragging you kicking and screaming into Rules Court. Sure, fine. I plead guilty, all right? Joshua has lost, and sorry, Joshua, I know we do want to get to your song, um, but Joshua has lost Aerodactyl, his Barfy. Just lock me up. And not replaced it with anyone else. So I guess we'll we'll think of a s- sufficient punishment that I guess we'll have to do in like the offseason or something you know i guess i could have brought in that golbat again or the oma star i got confused because i was like well gloom is a barf but vileplume was actually caprica six's sweetie you had this terrible loss we'll leave rules court now you had this terrible loss in victory road and i'm sorry for that and i really mourn your loss aerodactyl was by far your coolest pokemon uh um but then we're then we're out should we get like go head to break or no (laughs) Because I brought in Nido Queen. I had Nido Queen in because I was trying to not, as you previously punished me, Mewtwo is not my ride or don't die anymore. So it's I had vulnerable. boxed Mewtwo to try to keep its levels down also. And so I had Nido Queen in here, Starbuck. Yeah. And uh, you run into an ace trainer, Alexa, at one point who has a Hitmonchan, a Wigglytuff, and a Dragonair. And I had. Oh, yeah. Nido Queen training in there. And uh, the Hitmonchan um, came in and uh, swung at it with an ice punch and uh, killed Nido Queen as well. <sighs> so, and Nido Queen is, um, I love Nido Queen and I love Starbuck. So that was a bigger hit to me. Let me ask you a question. Although at least we know now that Zack and, and Starbuck, the Starcross lovers, will be reunited in um, oh in well, heaven Pokemon they can't heaven. really redact it uh 
spoilers not gonna say did you prepare one song or two for these two dead pokemon first of all i'm doing one this is back to back essentially they were knocked down like dominoes i'm not doing two songs we'll let you sing us into break yeah i will i will sing a eulogy into the into the break the beautiful eulogy to uh green day's walking contradiction Do as I say, not as I do, because a trainer locked eyes, you can't run away. Hitmonchan's punch, devastating, ditto's jacked up on some kind of shit. Catching's cheap and potions expensive, my Nido's dead, so Zeradactyl. Rest in petals, R.I.P. again, Mon Master, but also a noob. Pokemon fainting all the time, EXP lock is really tough. But I'll keep playing it even if I can't remember most of the rules. Tanner's not the only mayor cheat, I guess I've made a mistake or two. Bruise my reputation on the part of victim of a Nuzlocke. I have no revives. But I believe I'll still beat this game And I ain't got no right Welcome back everyone Joshua, beautiful eulogy to two powerful pokemon i'm very interested to hear what your teams look like and i suppose we've arrived at the indigo plateau at the pokemon league yes lots to see and do up here there's a place where you can heal there's a place where you can buy pretty much every item in the game that would be useful at this point and you can use heart scales to train old moves onto a pokemon oh finally after you become the champion, you can buy stones mm. here to mega evolve Pokemon. Was that triggering for you, Tanner, with your stone experience recently? You're not going to buy any stones. You know, I think I came out on top of that. I'm like waiting for someone to come out and ask like, for me to kind of option the story on it and turn it into a book. Yeah. Because I've really like overcome that. A memoir. But I did go buy some mega stones, and I'm interested in having it out with David about mega stones in a little bit. But first... I want to talk about the teams we brought into the Elite Four. Okay. In level check. Level check. David, obviously you didn't bring a team into the Elite <laughs> Four, but can you can you tell us about your team? I'll tell you who I ended up with. It's very weird. My team is Pikachu. Uh, I mean, I can give you the levels if you care. He's like a 52, I think. Yeah. Um. Who cares? Who cares? No, I don't think it adds anything. No. All right. Yeah. So my team is, I have Pikachu and, Pikachu and Charizard. Those are two Pokemon I have obviously run before. Classics. Titans. And also, I just needed a back line. You know what I mean? Even as I was, because I was trying to get through this game. So I needed a couple of, of big boys. I think we would be lying if Josh and I said we weren't also just trying to get through these games. So I don't think we begrudge you that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, clearly I, I was trying to get through it so much that I forgot to check my own damn list of uh, usable Pokemon. Your list is long and complicated. It's okay. Too complicated. We've got work to do. It's playtesters. Perfect. All right. It's flawless. So my other Pokemon are Marowak. Did you name any of these, or are they just classics? No, I didn't do names. I he didn't have look time for, for that. Sword and it's Shield. Fine. Fine. I I will settle on a theme. What should my theme be? I'm not sure, but I should do it. Uh, but no, there's no names here. There's no there's no you know role playing being done apart from like the role playing is that I'm just a very busy, sweaty man. I guess who's just kind of like, yeah, what's your deal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, you get, can you, you can give me the surfing machine? Cool. All right, I'll see you later. Uh, yeah, so Marowak, you know, you do a lot of bone meringue. You do a lot of swords dance bone meringue with Marowak. Class, I love bone meringue. Yeah. I love how much uh, the champion's Marowak's bone meringue missed. Yeah, because that move is pretty devastating. It is very devastating, especially after a swords dance. It's basically 100, but it can miss. I think its accuracy is 90. It's not perfect. Yeah, it missed a few times for me, which 
I think probably saved a, a couple of my mon. The thing about Marowak is it looks so cool. It has a skull head. Like I've always sort of supported this Pokemon, but you know, it's it's a little mid. It's mid. Uh, so I had Marowak. I had uh, Kingler, a Pokemon I have truly never paid any attention to. Yeah, me too. I had one for a bit as well, Chief. What'd you think? <laughs> you know, it was okay. Yeah. It's the whole thing with these, uh, you know, early games where there's so many water Pokemon is there's not really much reason to have a Kingler. Right. It's very slow, very slow. Yes. Uh, so it's this kind of lumbering, strong beast. Crab Hammer is good, but it's like a one hit wonder. Yes. You know? It's like Marowak, I guess, is kind of similar, but Bone Meringue is better. And Kingler is also not like a compelling design. Yeah, and also you get Bone Meringue in like the twenties when you're a Cubone, and you get Crab Hammer on a fucking Kingler in the mid fifties. So before then, yeah. oh my god, yeah, that's rough. You're doing like Razor Shell, you know, that's that's a move. Obviously, Kingler is heavy on the physical attacks. Like he's he's a big strong thing. Its learn set is so bad. It's not great. Yeah, I mean, because back in this gen, you know, they hadn't sorted, they hadn't done. The uh, difference between like special attack and, and attacks were like, you know, all of the punches finally became attacks. Oh, those punches. Like Thunder Punch or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, those are those were a little rough on me this week a couple times. So, and like, I think Crab Hammer is better now because it's finally tagged as like... It's physical. A attack. Right, yes. Yeah, yes, yes. physical. So, but but they didn't, you know, address a lot of the other moves. Like they still learn mostly the same stuff. So... Yeah, it renders a lot of them useless. Kingler may be the the last because like all the water Pokemon in blue are like the Squirtle line, the Psyduck line, the Poliwag line, Seal, Shelter, Horsey. I guess I've never no, I've done a Kingdra. Magikarp, once. Magikarp, Goldeen, yeah. Staryu. I've done Kingdra. That's about it. I guess I've never really fucked with um on that list now because this was my first full run with Starmie. Sea King, I haven't really done. Is maybe the last. I one. I haven't really done seeking because seeking seems terrible. Yeah, but isn't it just sort of like weak? Yeah, like it, I don't think it's it has just like any, a like, dumb fish. Other than those horn drills, yeah. There's so many other better Pokemon, you know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Pikachu, Charizard, Marowak, Kingler. Sounds like the Poke Rap. Then I have a Porygon, which I have uh, never oh. really messed around with that much. Interesting. But they do. Some fucking guy just gives you a Porygon. I struggled with mine and gave up on it. It's uh, it's it's just okay. Yeah. I decided because I had a Kadabra for a while. And then I was like, you know what? I've run Kadabras and Alakazams a million times. I don't want to do that anymore. I'll make Porygon my sort of quasi-psychic Pokemon because it can learn psychic and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, he became my kind of like... You know, my my physical guy putting down his barriers, my defense guy. He's okay. He's kind of weird looking. I was hoping I could ride him, but you can't ride him. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, that's one of the, yeah, sub F tier on your mountable Pokemon yeah, list. Unfortunately, like could have been S. And then I ran out a Hitmonchan. Oh, wow. Is, uh, you know. You did do a weird team. Well, I was trying to be weird because usually I always take Hitmonlee because he's better. Yeah. And I usually ignore Hitmonchan because he's always seemed kind of like a gimmick Pokemon. But uh, he's fun. You know, he does his punches. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. And they are physical now, so yeah. it's actually pretty good. You know, you got yeah. the Thunder, Ice, Fire. Used to be a lot worse. And then Sky Uppercut in there or whatever. It's pretty good. You gonna take that thing through to the through through to the championship? Yeah, sure. I'll I'll go punch Lance. Why not? Find some time. Yeah. Hitmonchan, I have not really messed with either of the the Hitmons, and I like Hitmonchan more. The punch gimmick is is good now that they're all physical. I like Hitmonly aesthetically. I named my rival Horror H O R R O R. Like I thought that'd be funny. The genre? Just a horror. The mood? Yeah. Is that because you do not like, do you not like the horror genre? No, I like, I just thought it'd be funny if there was a kid walking around named Horror. Like, people were just like, <laughs> hello, Horror. Oh, yeah. And then he's like uh, your nicest rival ever, and I felt kind of bad. Like, you know, he's not even a jerk. He's like a sweet kid who helps yeah, out. They make him into, they make him into wimps these days. Like, Blue is a real sweetie, too, most of the time. I kind of like the idea of Blue That's because he settled down, down right. with, uh, yeah. with Red. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, they're together. Oh, okay. Yeah, remember we saw that in Alola? Anyway, that's my team. I love it. I think it's a pretty fun team other than Pikachu and Charizard, who obviously I know you've they're, used They're fine. Yeah, that is fun. I like it. I give you the grace. Good job. Good job, Gringus. Caprica 6. Yes. I suspect you had less movement than me, so why don't you go first? Oh, no, you had tons of movement. You lost two Pokemon. There's movement, but I also have to ask, David, you Battlestar Galactica fan? I love Battlestar Galactica, yes, absolutely. Oh, thank God. I was going to have to boot you out of here. No, and I even watched every episode of Caprica. I did too. Yep. Wow. Commitment. I think it's better than a lot of people say it is, but it does not stick the line. It was, it was ambitious. The first, first few episodes are good. Yeah, it was ambitious and interesting. The lore is great. The world building is interesting, and I think like the religiosity of it actually does lines up pretty nicely with, with the reboot. Right. With Ronald D. Moore's Battlestar Galactica. Which is a great show. Yeah, greatest of all time. Wow. Who you got, Caprica? Okay. Scar, the Mewtwo, did live, is level 59 at the end. I went in when it was level 54, I think. And by the end, it was 57 because I had to dole it out like, you know, because it's boosted on top of it, the EXP, because it was traded. Oh, right. So I only really used it on like Agatha and then on the champion mostly. Then we have Gaius, the Pikachu, level 56. Anders, the Arcanine, level 55. Again, these are all like final levels. They were all kind of around like 51 or 52 other than Roslyn, the Vileplume, which was level like 47 or 48 going in. But that thing was still like catching up, right? Yeah, but I did get to evolve it because it learned Moonblast. Your fourth Vileplume? Um, this was the third. The third gloom that became a Vileplume. Finally, oh, sorry, excuse me. I had to have Roslyn, my favorite character, on on the final team. Mm-hmm. And it's level 51 by the end. So it's still low. And then Adama, the Yalakazam, is level 57. I got both of them in, which is really what I wanted. And then base star, the Starmie, is level 55. So not too dramatic because the Nido Queen that passed away was not really on the main team, but Aerodactyl was. And what a refreshing scent of, of non-barf, Joshua. But yeah. let me talk about Dorito, Doug's team. Once Kangaskhan was gone... The balance was completely shot. I so tried to find variations that worked. That was the centrist. Uh, nothing. It was. It was the key, like the the the, uh, the focal point, the keystone to the whole team. Yeah, yeah. So uh, last call, kebab, Tangela, level fifty six. She's back. She's great, honestly. Salsa Verde, Mew, just sort of like the cheat code, you know, when you're just like struggling in a battle, you can always just bring in Mew. Yeah, um, kind of an unstoppable force. Like Mew too. Nacho, Charizard, level 56, constantly mega evolving it into Charizard X. Looks great. Makes it super strong. Jacked 3D, Doug Trio, level 57. He lived all the way to the end. Nice. I think my only real illicit Pokemon. That is impressive. And then I guess I just had to bring them back just for the the sake of the team. Welcome back both Ninetales and Black Pepper Jack. Alolan Ninetales and Ninetales. I do like that you did level that. Level 58 and level 56. You needed to do that. That's fun. And I'll say this just to kind of add them to the list of hashtag mountable Pokemon. They're both F tier because you can't ride either of them. I mean. They're surprisingly small in the overworld. Yeah, they're 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 not strong enough to, you know, they're they're special attackers. Well, they're not know. strong enough to support a human. They feel like a, a, a protected species, you know? Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Can't do that. It's the same... Elite Four that you know and love and have played a million times. I will say this. I didn't lose any Pokemon in here. No. It's a few close scrapes. Yeah. But as I said before, mostly I could just bring in um, Mew anytime I was in any kind of real trouble. Yeah. Uh, basically the same for me. Um, I do have. Yeah, I didn't. I did not lose anyone. There were a couple of surprising scrapes, which was like Bruno, I think, is like the main hack. Like he's a hack. He shouldn't be in the Elite Four. Yeah, he always has been. Yeah, he's always been the big joke. He's like the breather. Fighting is never good in in the Elite Four. Fighting is so easy to take care of when they're just purely fighting. Yeah, I agree. But his Machamp survived Alakazam's Psychic, surprisingly, and then did get an Earthquake in that brought Alakazam down to eight hit points. And if I lost Alakazam, this would have been a nightmare. Yeah. But it, it lived and then I killed it. But that was my closest call easily. I mean, I don't know that we had to go all into like whole battles. I mean, like 
Agatha was no. I mean, I beat everyone pretty. I handily. felt sorry for this old woman mm-hmm. because that was again like Alakazam one hit KO with psychic on everyone. Yeah, of course. Lorelai. So there's two things that were like frustrating to me. First of all, Lorelai and Lance, and I'll, I have more to say about Lance in a second. Looking, but Lorelai and Lance are the only two who get their signature Pokemon in the overworld. Like Lorelai is like sitting sensually on her Lapras. On Lapras, but we've seen that before. That's that's sort of her, that's her thing. That's her thing, right? And then Lance has this delightful Dragonite. Right, Lance next looks to him. great with the Dragonite behind him. He's, he's sort of got like he's got what do you okay, call these? Okay, like, epaulets. Let's not get carried away. Trainer, trainer, banger for Lance. Like literally, banger. Let's you know, banger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you call those? The like little shoulder pads that like military men wear. Well, he's got like a more elaborate cape with the uh... epaulets. Looks great. Oh yeah, wow. Looks incredible. Nailed it, David. Yeah. I mean, he looks so good. Uh this is where I should reveal that Lance was part of the inspiration other than Night at the Roxbury for the track for Trainer Banger segment is a uh is a riff on what is love. So mm. Is it? That's a little note for oh, you. I never know because it's about a trainer that we love, and this yeah. Lance has never looked better. Yeah, he looks great. The Dragonite also like will jump around and like has a good time. It's great. Okay, but can I complain about something, please? The battles, w- 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 they just cut to like animatics of like you know everyone standing there. It's to slow it down even more. Why are they doing that? Yeah. Last gen, I played on a. Um, and you could lock them up, high speed it to double speed to cut through some of the like slow battles animations. Yeah, and I really miss that in this gen because like you really do like it slows to a, a crawl. Right. My other thing that I think uh, I I tested it just to see if you could do it because I was like, no way would they allow this. You can swap out Pokemon mid Elite Four with the box mechanic. Oh yeah, that's so shitty. Yeah. Seems wild. They should disallow that. I mean, you could just game this entire thing. I presume both of us did not because we're upstanding citizens. I did not. I would have if I had lost someone. Absolutely. <laughs> I would have had no um, no qualms about that. I guess that. you would have had to in that situation, given this play style. But. Then we face off against the champion. The, the champion had my sweetie, Tanny Sweetie, which is Mega Evolution Pidgeot. Oh, yeah. Who looks great. Pidgeot is so beautiful. That plumage. Yeah. I think makes the validity and sort of celebration of Mega Evolutions sort of cements it. Agree. For any haters. Strong agree. David, thoughts? Do you see this Pidgeot? You check that out. Pidgeot's very, very attractive. Yes. Okay. It's a, it's a handsome Pokemon. Did you, Joshua, did you go buy more stones? No, I literally just completely forgot about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fine. Guys! I don't think we're going to have time to, to battle anyway. I don't think that any of mine can. Mewtwo. Oh, fuck. Alakazam. That would have been good. Mega Alakazam. Yeah. Why don't you tell me about the post game real quick? Because obviously David nobody else did it. it. It's quick. I mean, so there's Master Trainers is like the main addition, which is like a trainer who has one Pokemon and you can only fight them if you also have that Pokemon and you can't use items. You have to go find them in the overworld. Too? Yeah. And there's a ton. There's like a Venonat one. It's like. Okay. The first one is Pikachu, which is in Viridian Forest, except I saw that it's Pikachu is level 75. And I'm like, okay, I can't do any of these because if my Pokemon dies, then I lose it in this playstyle. It's like a flair thing. You if you beat them, you get named a master. And if you beat all of them, there's 153, I believe. You get the title Grandmaster, which is fun. I guess. Sounds like a lot of work. Never going to do that. Yeah. Um, and then the main things are like you can find um, you can rematch with blue and then you can find red and green, but they all have like you know, crazy high Pokemon. The main one that is frustrating is that I did do Cerulean Cave, a.k.a. Unknown Dungeon, um, mostly because I did want to just make some content with Mewtwo on Mewtwo. You know what I mean? Excuse me. Um, <laughs> so did you catch the second Mewtwo? No, because... I went into the battle and then I forgot that it's level 70 and my Mewtwo was level like 58 at the time. And I was like, wait a second. 
my shadow ball is super effective, of course, but it's only doing like maybe a quarter damage. And then it's psychic was doing like a third. So there was no and then it had recover. So after like a few back and forths where I would like use a hyper potion, I was like, I can't kill this thing. And if I swap out Mewtwo, it's probably going to one hit KO whatever I bring in. So I had to run. I couldn't capture it because you you have to you have to fight it like old school style before you can use a master. Does that mean you didn't get the stone? Yeah, I couldn't because you have to wow. beat the Mewtwo and then green shows up to get the Mewtwo. Item. None of us beat the game. Wow. So we're all in the same boat. Yeah, I guess not. This is the None first of us one. Managed we, uh, to finish the post game. We didn't fully do the post game. Uh oh, Joshua, I want to quickly say before we go. That oh, so we we're really not going to battle? No, I don't think we need to, and I don't think we have time. And we'll have these teams ready for whatever bug catcher. Oh, yeah, we'll do the bug. final battle with the uh, whoever the trainer of the season becomes, and we will announce that next season. David's levels aren't up in our, so... I'm, no not, I'm not battling you guys. You would destroy me. Even if my levels <laughs> yeah, were fair. up, I have a Kingler. Yeah. Probably my Mewtwo could take down your whole team. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to battle this right. week, but these teams are our locked final teams, so we will battle whatever um, bug catcher graces us with their presence once the season's over. And I guess we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about who the supreme champion of that battle was between me and Josh. I will quickly say, Joshua, you got a Mewtwo tattoo. It looks great. Oh, yeah, thank you. You got it in honor of this game. Let's go Pikachu, apparently your favorite Pokemon game. I've been thinking about it for a long time, and then... um. Once I've finally been having this Mewtwo around, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'll, David, I'll send you a pic. It's covered up right now. I just sent you a pic, though. Yeah, it's healing. Nothing like a picture of a healing tattoo. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it slaps, right? Yeah. That's my favorite illustration of Mewtwo, a Ken Sujimori special from 2008's Diamond and Pearl TCG set. And then I'll just quickly say on the topic of battling. Yes. You and I, Joshua, met up with Sleepy Shinji from... The subreddit. Yes, who we have battled before. He's a two-time champion on a Trainers of the Week, which is the subreddit's level check. He was playing an anime character called Megumin. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Megumin. Whose gimmick was that all of his Pokemon knew explode, and it was the only thing Explosion. he would use. And he would always enchant, it, like do an incantation from the anime before he did it. Explosion. It was yeah. really good. I uh, love the commitment to the bit. He had a mage, like a cap and a and a full cape. robe. Looked great. And would give us incantation and then would use, his Pokemon would only use buff moves and then explosion. Yep. A lot of damage. These were our Lonelin teams. Yeah. And he took out several of our Mon, but ultimately stymied uh, by the fact that uh, I had Delmise, so explosion doesn't impact um, yep. ghost Pokemon. And I had Mimikyu. Yeah. So deep respect for uh, the commitment to the bit. Yeah. Well done, Sleepy Shinji. And I crushed you, which was really nice. Yeah. And Tanner also pulled off a win. And I think I was previously the winner the last time we, we battled those teams. We're done with Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu. We're heading into um, Sword and Shield next. That's right. We're almost there. Yeah, and then we're almost caught up. We're going to take off two weeks to bank some episodes and then debut with the Sword and Shield season on Tuesday, May 30th. Yeah. Overall impressions, I thought this game was fine, but it's by far my least favorite Pokemon game I've ever played. Wow. Wow. Mainline Pokemon game. Wow. Yeah, I sort of know what you mean. I don't know if God. Like I enjoyed this game very much, and I enjoyed it. But if I had to like go back and play, it, like replay, like list all the games I'm willing to replay, it would be the absolute bottom of the list, above even just like Gen One. You could be right. Yeah, I think I agree with that. You could be right. Now that I think about it, we only did Platinum, so we haven't done Diamond and Pearl, which I think maybe would be a contender. But yeah, I would replay any of them before this one. But it was fine, and if you didn't play along, do and maybe do Experience Lock because it made the game. Pretty frustrating, honestly, at times. Yeah, but it, it brought in different Mon. I haven't run a number, like I hadn't even done a number of these Mon before. Um, so it's more interesting this way, but yeah. I can't wait to get back into the the regular old old school catching mechanics and, uh, and fully explore. I can't remember if I have Sword or Shield, but I never fully beat it. Yeah. Because we started doing this podcast the year it came out. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do it in um, four years, six years, three, from three now. years or whatever. So I'm going to stop. 
David, thank you for joining us. Gringus, thank you for gracing us with your presence once again. Thank you, Gringus. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh, I'm David L. Sims on Twitter, and I have a podcast called Blank Check, and I write at The Atlantic. But I am mostly committed to doing a better (laughs) job on Sword and Shield. I'll start it now. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Top of the list over career, family. And I need anything else. A gimmick. What should my gimmick be? I guess I can figure it out. I think that's something we're all going to have to figure out because I don't think any of us have figured it out yet. We've seen some bug catchers start to pitch some really good stuff. Oh, really? Like what? Yes. Sleepy Shinji pitched us a kaiju play where you can only have like kaiju type Pokemon, which is pretty good. Yeah, kaiju is pretty fun. Just giving credit where credit's Sounds like you're going to have a pretty OP team. I'm... Uh, this is tough because once we get into these games, it's tempting to like not do restrictions because you want to be able to try out whatever you want. But I feel like we sort of pigeonholed ourselves. We have an audience to entertain, Joshua. Yeah. Speaking of that audience, uh, thank you for joining us. This has been Experience Share. My name has been Pidge Greenot. Oh. Uh, I'm joined as always by my co-host, Fial Plume. And thank you once again for coming on Rapid Dave. Please do rate and review the show everywhere that you rate and review podcasts. Please do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at EXP Share Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also follow us on the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, which is where our friend Mike Levine does the level checks weekly, which is where you can compete with other bug catchers for the most upvotes. And that is how you can become the trainer of the season. And then weeks and weeks later, we will battle you on a game that we have stopped playing uh, months ago. Just and then, scheduling. <laughs> and then you will get a get a shout out on here. And, and that still counts. If you win, you get the IP. Um, but we retained it this time. Joshua. Oh, wait. Uh, also, we have all this sweet new merch. Bit.ly slash EXP share merch. Go check it out. We did, I've just uploaded five new designs and they're all great. Tanner did a great job. Some of them are raunchy. You can wear them in public. They are some of our greatest catchphrases like, you got that good rod, which we can't even use anymore because it took so long, but it's still timeless. Yeah, a timeless design. Get them before some lawyer over at a Pokemon company or Nintendo. Something to wear to church. Tries to you know? take us down quote-unquote copyright infringement right and do listen to davidson's podcast yes like jack i'll you certainly can and i'll be back on this show doing a better job that's it for us that's it for let's go pikachu that's it for let's go eevee bug catchers david joshua alola alola to kanto and smell you later bye